welcome to the Daring Designers Club. If you're listening, you are now a member. And listening along to the podcast, you're going to hear all about running a successful, sustainable design business, which doesn't just keep your bank balance happy, but also makes you a happy business owner. We're going to talk portfolios, design process, pricing, clients, admin, marketing, and everything that goes into running a design business, as well as mixing in some interviews with design experts who've done it all before. I can't wait to help you with any topic you need a boost with. And if you want to hear more from me, head to at GattoWeb on Instagram or GattoWeb.com where you can find more resources for designers in the form of workshops, blog posts, ebooks, and more. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here and thanks for coming back if you're a regular listener. I won't waffle on too long for the intro because I'm so excited about today's topic and I have a lot to say and that topic is organisation. More specifically my favourite organisation tools which help me run my business and keep up with day-to-day tasks. I am such an organisation lover that I could make 10 different episodes on this but let's start with some tools to ease us in and if this is a topic that you enjoy, be sure to let me know so I can wrap my brains for all of my best organisation tips for the future. So let's jump in with my first favourite organisation tool. If you've been following along with me for a while, you must know that the first thing I have to mention is my treasured bullet journal. I've been using a bullet journal solidly now for about four years And in that time, it has become my greatest method for organising my work week and any tasks I need to do. I've also been documenting some bits of this on my Instagram. So if you want to see what mine looks like whilst you listen along to this episode, head to atgattoweb on Instagram and look for my Bujo Instagram highlights. I think the one thing that people get put off by when it comes to bullet journaling is making it look beautiful. Even though we're all designers here and making things look beautiful is our job, it's less the task itself but the pressure of it and the time it can take out of your week. Well, I'm going to be the one person who tells you to leave all of this behind. Having a bullet journal is great for anyone who prefers to plan on paper but hasn't found a physical diary which fits your needs. And that's it. It doesn't have to be made beautiful or have a theme for every month. You can just plan exactly what works for you into your journal and be on your way. The way I currently use my journal is basically just to plan my week-to-week tasks. Every Monday, I'll sit down and plan my week on a double-page spread with an area for any appointments, an area for any gatto-related or business tasks, and then the main area is where I sort my projects. I plan by projects instead of day by day because this gives me the flexibility to work on whatever I'm feeling up to instead of being restricted to certain tasks for each day. And that's pretty much it. I don't do any fancy calendars or habit trackers or goals. I just stick to what's useful for me and that's those three things. If you're thinking about trying a bullet journal, I would suggest exactly the same thing for you. Think about how you plan on paper best and create pages which are going to support that and the way you work throughout the week. And magically, you have a completely personalised planner which works perfectly for you. 
And now we go to the other side of my planning with Google Calendar. So first we've had the paper planner and now we're switching over to digital. Although I love to plan physically with pen and paper, I also feel like having a digital method is extra backup to make sure appointments and meetings are remembered and stuck to. As I said, my digital planner of choice is Google Calendar, which connects up with my emails and G Suite. I mostly use Google Calendar, as mentioned, to plot out any meetings, coaching calls, appointments, consultations, and then also personal appointments. Basically anything I need to attend goes into my Google Calendar. Now the reason I need both digital and paper is because one, I can share my digital calendar with team members and plan things like project dates and check-ins without too much hassle. And then two, it also integrates with my client management system, which I will get onto soon, and my scheduler. So whenever someone books a call with me, it pops up straight away in my digital diary without me or anyone else having to lift a finger. And that doesn't quite happen with my bullet journal. Although it sounds like a bit of a faff having two versions of a planner in paper and digital formats, it actually means I can use each in a way which suits me best. My bullet journal covers my tasks and workload, whereas my digital calendar covers all appointments and keeps me connected with my team and clients. So we're jumping back into the physical planning now with my wall-mounted whiteboard, which I use as a quarterly organiser. So although I have my bullet journal to plan week by week, I feel like I need something else to see the bigger picture and a page in a book doesn't quite cut it. So instead, I have a big A1 whiteboard on my wall opposite my desk, which I can see at all times. This gives me a 12-week overview, which I plan every quarter to show me my main aims for each week or month and any content which I need to create then too. Having this helps keep me on track for not just my monthly goals, but quarterly and yearly goals too. This is because right at the beginning of the year, I do a big map of the year ahead with all of my aims, projects I want to work on, areas I want to give my focus, And then I can break that down into quarterly goals, figure out what I need to focus on in each week and plan this out on a board which I can see at all times. Since using my wall planner to organise my aims, goals and content, I've definitely been much more consistent with creating and publishing content and also sticking to the aims which help me reach any goals I've set for that year. If you're not sure how you would organise a plain whiteboard, You can always search for a printed wall planner, which might be a bit more organised for you. I also sometimes toy with the idea of getting even more whiteboards to help track my projects step by step or to map out my schedule for booking design projects or coaching clients. This will probably have to wait until I get myself set up with my own office space as I currently work in the dining room and scribbled on whiteboards don't really give that Pinterest decor vibe. The final two organisation tools are going to be things which you've definitely heard me talk about before and they are the two main online tools I use for my business and also recommend to every designer I talk to. The first one is Asana which is what I use my project management with my team, clients and for myself. 
Asana is basically a task management tool where you can create different boards, create tasks and assign deadlines and users to each task. People are sometimes surprised when I say I use Asana because I plan my week on paper using a bullet journal but I very rarely use Asana for my own tasks and generally use it just for my design projects so I can collaborate with clients and keep all of the projects on track. Honestly, I think without using it in the way I do to pass tasks over to clients and to make sure I'm sticking to my dates, I don't think my client process would be anywhere near as streamlined and convenient. As well as being used to assign tasks, it's also an amazing communication and file transfer tool. As soon as my projects start, I add my clients to their project Asana board and then all of our file sending and conversations take place there. I don't know about you, but using emails to manage projects can be really stressful. Some email providers send their threads in a different format or a different order so you can lose the messages you're looking for and leave you searching through your inbox frantically. Whereas having everything in one place gives me so much peace of mind and also helps my clients feel like the project is being run smoothly. Are you worried about introducing a new tool to your clients? Well, I've just created a quick how-to video and walkthrough of Asana, which I add to my welcome page so they can get used to it and know exactly what to do when we work together. And I've found that my clients are more than happy to use Asana as a project management tool. And if anything, they generally go on to use it for themselves afterwards as well, which is amazing. The other tool that I just can't stop talking about is Dubsado. Again, probably one you've either heard from other creatives or maybe tried out yourself, but Dubsado really is the one tool I would recommend to anyone and it really is a lifesaver for automation and organisation for your business. Whereas I use Asana for my project management, I would say Dubsado is what I use for client management. So it's where I send invoices, contracts, proposals, schedulers and questionnaires. Since I signed up for Dubsado a few years ago, it's developed so much and had so many features added in that it's by far the best investment I've made in terms of a subscription in my business. Not only that, but their customer service is amazing. And if you have any problems or even requests for new features, you can get in touch and they will look into it. There are so many things I could mention about Dubsado that helps me organize my business. But I'm going to focus on three main things in this episode. The first is the scheduler tool, which allows clients to book appointments with me without having to check between ourselves and go back and forth checking our calendars. I just add my availability to the scheduler and then they can choose a time that works for them too. As mentioned before, these appointments are also added straight into my calendar, so it's really easy for me to see exactly when they'll be. In the past, I've also used Calendly or Acuity, which both do a very similar job if you don't use Dubsado. Next has to be Project Workflows, which are an amazing tool to help automate a lot of your project and send whatever your clients need exactly when they need it. It also really helps automate basically all of my onboarding process. So when clients are booking in, I don't have to worry too much about making sure they have a contract, invoice, and any forms they need, because I know these are all sent automatically. You basically set up a step-by-step plan for what you need to send, any tasks which need to be completed, 
or anything that needs to be checked. And then these steps are followed for any project you add the workflow to. The amount of time that this saves me, I can't even imagine. Finally, a really useful part of Dubsado for designers is the proposals. Not only can you create really beautiful looking templates, which you can use for any potential projects, you can also connect a contract and an invoice. So all you need to do to book in a project is send your proposal. I could honestly sit and talk about Dubsado and all of these other tools for organization for hours and hours. So I will leave you there with those five. As always with anything in business, it's all about finding what works for you and the way that you work best. So before you commit to anything, use free trials, give things a go and try to figure out what's going to help you and organize your business the best. If you love a chat about all things organization, I'll be jumping on a live workshop all about that exact topic this Thursday at 3pm GMT in the Daring Designers Club Facebook group. If you're already in the group, you'll know that we pick a topic the day before based on your votes. So if you'd like to get involved, join the group using the link in the show notes or by searching the Daring Designers Club on Facebook and you can vote for your favourite topic and then watch along on Thursday. This will be the last live workshop of the year, which is a bit sad, but also quite exciting because we're moving into a brand new year. But there will be one last podcast next week, so make sure you look out for that one. And as always, I love a good chat in my DMs, so if you have enjoyed this episode, feel free to drop me a message on my Instagram, which is at GattoWeb, or head to my website, GattoWeb.com, to find out more about me. I really hope you enjoyed this organisation-based episode, and I'll see you next time. 